Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And this week, I'm so happy to introduce you to another one of my amazing friends and acquaintances that I met through the online world, but that I actually met the first time offline. So I'm really excited because it's a little bit different. I hadn't stalked her before. I actually met her in person and then I started stalking her. So it's the other way around. But I'm joined by a wonderful woman today, and it's Amber McHugh, someone I really look forward to. Uh, up to. And here's her official crispy bio. So from a small town girl and a single mom to living anywhere and running two companies, Amber is the person you want in your corner to help you build your business and get results. And I can totally vouch for that. Amber and I, we met at a mastermind in uh, at a mastermind retreat in Tuscany. It was absolutely lovely. We had some great conversation and it's literally like having her in your corner. I think that's exactly what you want. There's just so much to learn. So Amber, welcome so much. And I'm really happy that you're here because I just know that this is going to be an amazing episode with lots of goodies. I'm so thrilled. Thank you for having me. I love, I truly was so excited to chat with you. I, uh, before we get, or before we had this scheduled, um, no, we had the schedule first. Oh my goodness. Where are my words today? This is not <laughs> indicative of how this episode will go. Hang with us. <laughs> I, we scheduled this and then my team scheduled a meeting. I'm like, no, no, no team. I am talking to Christine today. So we have got to move that meeting. And so I was pumped. I'm happy to be That's here. That's hilarious. Well, I feel flattered very, very much so. And I think you're brilliant because a lot of my clients are very busy right? They juggle family. They often juggle a second job at a time as well, or they're just super overwhelmed because there's so much to do when you're building a business and you have been doing it all. You have all your kids, you've been traveling a lot. So you had to pivot all the time. And so my first question to you is a little bit, how do you deal with all of this stuff going on? Because I know sometimes I feel like I just want to go to bed and sleep. Like I don't, I, I, and I do that (laughs) when I feel overwhelmed. I just, I just tune out. But what are some things that you have learned? And maybe if you remember an aha moment, something, a little story, that would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. But what can you help us with? How can you help us with dealing with phases where it's just seems like everything's a circus? You know, um, there have been a lot of those moments over the years. <laughs> so as I think about stories, I'm like, oh, this one or that one or that one or that one. 
Um, I went through probably one of the most painful, challenging, blurry seasons that I went through was a season of chronic migraines. Mm. And I was in bed regularly between all the things, you know, computer propped up on my lap, not because I wanted to work from bed because there are those moments also, mm-hmm. but because I was just in pain. And I've had migraines since I was in third grade, wow. but like young. I lived in Saudi Arabia growing up. There was maybe hormonal stuff, you know, young, changing stress happening at that point in my life, a lot of things happening. Um, and they would come and go throughout my life. But when I had my middle daughter, who's now nine and a half, they came roaring back and she and I, like our bodies were just, you know, crashing. And that was a really challenging season and we made it. And we made it as a family and mm-hmm. it was challenging. You know, I think about conversations I have and he's like, I'm doing everything. I'm like, I know you are. Thank I know. you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. that typical, you don't do anything ever. Like these brilliant <laughs> words that you're never supposed to use according to every counselor in the world. <laughs> like, but it was all right. <laughs> like all I could do. But my business was something and he would say, why are you still working? I'm like, I don't. I could just look at the computer and everything else can go away. And it's something I could focus on. So there are some seasons where the business was like, it was a release and it was an outlet. Yeah. And there are other seasons where, um, you know, life just gets crazy. Like Christine, there was one year we (laughs) moved 13 times in one year. I cannot. Like, oh my literally, God. I can't even go there. I'm stressed out for you. <laughs> I know. I don't even know. And somebody, I said that to someone that's like, whoa, you're going to have to like, tell us that full story. Like it's all, there's more, there's a lot there as you can imagine. But that was the year that we decided as a family, me personally, there was a lot of personal work there to live life right on time because everything, it's always right on time everything's right on time. Like I can work. Oh my God. I can just lay in bed and work like right on time. Okay. That's a gift. My fam, like we're helping each other. We're working through this together right on time. Okay. We're going to move again right on time. (laughs) So it's always working out. So embracing that idea that everything's right on time has really helped navigate everything. I agree. I think it's really what you make of it. Like, and I find I can absolutely remember in the beginning when I started my business that I was freaking out when I set myself deadlines. Like, and it's, I, I, because before you had working hours, so it was just, and when you had a deadline, you would have to do it. And I remember when I didn't meet my first deadline and I actually allowed myself to shift it. It was literally this sky breaking open hallelujah moment where it's like, oh, (laughs) it's actually everything's still continuing to function. Like the world isn't upside down, birds aren't falling from the sky. You know, it's like everything's still working. And I think that's exactly a a shape of what you're describing. It's this, it's really how you deal with it. It's in you, it's your choice, literally, to decide, okay, you obviously have some priorities that you need to be doing, but all the rest is, it's flexible. It's, yeah, it's a continuum. It's a continuum. And you're so right. I mean, you know, I am a planner. So I believe <laughs> in the deadlines. I believe in the priorities. But 
we are running businesses to have a little bit of that freedom. And for me, it took me a little bit to ease into that flexibility. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. It's right on time. Like, wait yes. a second. We can move these deadlines. Yes, of course. What? And we can move them and not be stressed out about it. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we're doing what we're doing. And gifting that to ourselves, I think is yeah. so powerful because I would gift that to my clients all yes. day, every day. But I, that's, I realized it was actually summer of 2014, uh, no, summer of 2016, I realized I wasn't gifting it to myself. It was summer of 2014, I realized like, oh, I gift this to my clients all the time. Like, this is cool. And then it was summer of 2016, I'm like, wait a second. There's something missing in this equation. <laughs> this is helpful for all of us. And it's, it always works out. It always works out. And you know, the, the contrast is that in corporate, right? When we're in big business or we're really pushing against those deadlines in any business, they still move. They we're do. just fighting against them. We're okay. just right in, in the, the thick of it and being, um, we're just fighting with it and it's so unnecessary. I agree. It just is what it is. Like, let's, let's go, let's deal with it. I agree. And I mean, that doesn't mean that you just stand still. It just means that you give yourself breathing time. And I really find that is exactly when magic happens. And I just had this conversation with a client before and I was like, I'm supposed to go on holiday. Well, I'm not supposed to. I'm going to go on holiday in two days. And obviously now is the time when I have all my sparks of creativity and imagination and all these plans that I suddenly want to do. And it's always like that. Like literally whenever I say, okay, you're not going to work. That's when most of my things happen. Whereas when I say, okay, this is going to be your focus time. I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm not doing anything. And in the meantime, I've come to see myself from the outside and I kind of know this. So it's just, I know that I take a notebook with me and know that this is just going to happen. And it started to become part of my progress. Like, because as a business owner, you're always on. It's just the way it is. Like, even if you go away, even if you're not online, you're on. But I've allowed myself to literally just capture my thoughts and not do anything else until I get back. And that has been really, really helpful for me. And I love that because it's a, it's a form of planning, I think. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit reverse in terms of that I have all the brain mushmash and then afterwards I go and I plan. And I think that's where your jam is at because you are known for the planathon, which has been running for multiple years, yeah, and, and successfully still. Like I've seen your launches, they are amazing. I was super blessed to be part of one of them. It's an amazing community. Um, and they have this beautiful planning process. And I had to laugh a little bit because this year was the first time. So we're 2020. And it was the first time that I had a huge calendar. Everything was well mapped out, like my retreats, my, my holidays, like my days off, my launches. And then we have Corona, <laughs> the Corona COVID-19 hit. And I literally just a couple of weeks ago, I took my can and I was like, you're a thing of beauty, but this is totally fucked. You know, there's nothing of this that's still working. So you have actually taken this and you have pivoted. So you have actually, and I love that because that's, to me, that makes a good business owner. You learn from what has happened and you develop and you create something better. And I want you to, if you want to, to walk us through that process. Yes. 
it was mid-March. Um, I, we were actually, oh my goodness, Christine, in February, we were, I was in Tampa. I was hosting an event with my clients. We're getting, you know, we're in the new year. We're implementing, we're fine tuning plans. We've implemented a little, we need to make some tweaks. Didn't think we needed to make the tweaks to the extent that was coming. And so I landed back in Ethiopia where I was living just a, just a few months ago. And we were, um, I landed back in Ethiopia in March after that trip to Tampa and I was recovering from jet lag. You know, it took me about a week. I take my time with it. I don't force it. Recovered from jet lag one week. And that's when I found out, oh, Tampa just had its first case of coronavirus. Like, oh my gosh, I was just in Tampa. And that's when it, one week after I landed in Ethiopia, coronavirus really became a thing. And it was one week after that. So I'm in Ethiopia for two weeks. We're like, oh, we have to leave Ethiopia. So on March 17th, I returned to the United States, landed back in Chicago, thought I didn't expect to be in Chicago for an indefinite amount of time. Thought, okay, we'll get this worked out. Not quite sure, but we were supposed to- You know, a few weeks, maybe a couple of months. Yeah, maybe a couple of months because we're supposed to move to Zimbabwe (laughs) over the summer. (laughs) Well, that has all changed. (laughs) But- in the middle of that, right, that those two weeks of March and the really the month of March, we're realizing things are rapidly changing yeah. and things will continue to change in the coming weeks. So we immediately, well, I run two businesses. I have a photography business and I have a consulting business. And in our photography business, shoots immediately stopped. I mean, we thought, okay, we've got a couple of weeks here, I think. Think, but this is coming to an end. We knew, but yeah. they stopped, you know, faster than we even thought at first. Yeah. And so we had not done shoots for, for quite a while in July, we will be able to reopen. And then, um, we also realized in the consulting business, like, okay, we've got to change how we do business and how we work overall. So we shifted from a 90 day planning structure to being able to pivot and move faster and adjust to the the external circumstances that we're all going to be adapting and adjusting to, to the foreseeable future, to six-week planning cycles. And even when six-week planning cycles are too much, some of my clients are operating in four-week planning cycles or two-week planning cycles. So this is taking a model, taking an idea and a framework for planning and adapting it and adjusting it to your personal productivity needs. Mm -hmm. And we're working with most of our clients right now in six-week planning cycles. I think that sounds amazing. I love six weeks because four weeks is like kind of stressful. So six weeks gives you also time to marinate and to pivot if you need to, you know, to adjust because I think even you can be the best planner in the world. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't always know how your audience is going to react. So you need that playroom in there and then you just pivot, right? Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of it is that in six weeks, you can get so much done. And as things are changing and things are adjusting, you've got time then 
to adapt. And what we're doing at the end of every six week plan is we're taking two weeks to rest and reset. So oh. we rest, <laughs> recharge. Sorry, that's my eyes light up. <laughs> we look at that, what we call our million dollar parking lot. We're like, all right, what's in the million dollar parking lot that we want to do in this two week rest and reset? Oh. Uh, it's a beautiful window of time. And then when you're going, really you're doing intense work in the six week window and it sort of builds as you move through the six weeks. Cause you're, you know, ramping up at the first two week window. Okay. You get into the four week window and you're like, all right, all right. And then we hit about five weeks and then six week comes. I'm like, are we done yet? I'm done. Are we done yeah. yet? <laughs> Cause we've been doing these for a while now. Um, it's, <laughs> you're ready. You're ready after six weeks for a rest and recharge, but then you can rest and you can pull from the parking lot. And it's so beautiful. It's such a cool way to work. Um, I, I would love it. If anyone tries it, let us know how it works. So you need to talk to me about this parking lot. So what exactly yeah. is in there? Oh, 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 oh. Well, I've got some of mine next to me because I'm, I'm pulling out some of those million dollar parking lot items. I'm like, okay, what am I actually going to do right now? Because I'm in that arrest and recharge window right now. And so what we do when we're in our six-week planning cycles we can't add any extra to-dos, right? Because we are focused. It is, it's, we're intense, right? And we are moving fast in execution. That anything that comes up, that's like a wish list item or, oh, mm -hmm. we really need to do that, but we can't do that today. No, 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 not today. <laughs> we put that in the million dollar parking lot. So then when we reach that rest and cool down and we can actually talk about it and have deeper conversation about it, oh come back to it. We plan, we're strategic, and then we execute. And maybe we can't execute on it in the two-week reset cycle. So we'll have a strategic conversation about it then and identify where is it going to go. And honestly, we work, we build out 12-week, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. We build out 12-month strategic yeah. roadmaps. Right now, we're looking at our strategic roadmap as like puzzle pieces or pieces mm -hmm. on a board game, like just have are, them the way yeah, how they will fit together. You'll see. Yeah, exactly. They're going to move around. Yeah. So we're kind of placing them knowing that they may move, but some of our, if it's a longer term initiative or something that's going to take more time, we'll put it on the roadmap. We'll put it on our board game knowing it may move. Yeah. And I think that's, it's a little bit how I do things subconsciously, I guess, yeah. you know, in terms of when I told you that I'm just you know, whenever I have my resting phase, I get super creative and I have all these sparks. And I think it is because I'm not in execution mode. It's because yeah. that's when my brain starts to look and see. And that's why changes of scenery just give you so much input or art or creativity, or whatever it is, or conversations, right? And that's when, you know, I guess that's when I have all of these ideas too. And I think the other thing that I do just kind of like that is that I'm a huge fan of Evernote. Um, I love Evernote and I see it as my shoebox where I just put like my virtual posters mm -hmm. in which are my Evernotes. And I, I have like a whole section of, it's just called ideas. And mm -hmm. it's literally just whenever I have a spark, I do that. And then indeed when I have downtown, when I'm Sometimes you don't know what you want to do next. Then you go in there and you look at what you can do quickly or things that are actually new projects. Yeah. So I love this because six weeks, 
I think that's a little bit what everyone does or what you have the stamina to do properly, like to really get your heart in to do properly. But that's it. Like you literally, I know that all of us have done it longer. You turn into the zombie mode and you're just exhausted and you do it, but it's not in flow and it's so much harder. And I think you've mentioned a couple of things in this conversation, right? The flow, you're subconsciously doing sort of some of these things. And Mm -hmm. earlier you mentioned like, how do you avoid just wanting to crawl into bed? I think the frameworks that we're talking about and the way that I, the way that we plan helps us and aligns with how we naturally want to operate anyway. I think so too. And these frameworks just enable us to be more efficient because it aligns with our natural flow. I agree. And it's my, you know, everyone is different, but I do think when I look at my clients, when I look at myself, when I look at everyone, that is what we tend to do best. And even when I was still a teacher, you had, usually you had between six or eight weeks before the next break. And I knew that whenever we looked at the school year and we were like, oh no, it's over six weeks. Like six weeks was the sweet spot. That's when you were like, I can't see any of my students anymore. I do need that week off, you know, and everything beyond that was just like a drag and you could see it, you could feel it. And it was for students, it was for teachers, it was for everyone. So yeah. there is something magical about this time span. It's just, I cannot believe that more people have done this before. It's so weird. You just hear about 90 days or, you know, that's the traditional one. So I think this is very smart. <laughs> I am so excited about it. We're getting so much done. We're like, whoo, the momentum is just building with every six week cycle. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, I've, I'm totally game. I'm like, I really want to do this. Like, I think that's how I, because I've been a little bit aimless in a way. So I think this can really help me also to, to implement it to my business. Yeah. So I know that you, we talked about the planathon before. So I am I'm assuming that your planathon is going to take a similar structure. So for people who haven't gotten in touch or haven't seen the planathon yet, what exactly is it and what do they get out of it? Yes. Okay. So the planathon is where we come together as entrepreneurs, business owners, modern CEOs to get our plan on. And so we come together for a week to think about getting strategic, right? What is the strategic plan? What are we working towards? We build out this plan together. We think about the framework, right? We break it down, give you some new strategies for thinking about your planning. But we also bring speakers like Christine on stage, on our virtual stage. It's all virtual, so we don't have to worry about anything, worry about the travel. And we have speakers on stage to introduce new ideas that you may want to think about integrating onto that board game, your strategic roadmap in the months ahead. So it's a really fun experience because Mm -hmm. so many people are coming together. It's high energy. It's high engagement. You'll definitely get some momentum. Yes, I agree. And get in action. And it's a group unlike any other I've seen so far. Like people are so motivated and you have Amber in there. Obviously you're in there and your videos are so contagious. So you're like, ah, I want to do this. And then it's, but it's also paced in a gentle kind of way. Like you have momentum, but it's also, you know, take a day off or let's start gently. Don't forget self-care, you know, which is I think a little bit more of a feminine touch, but I like that because we need it. And you literally need to force yourself to remember these things. So the group is really, you can feel the electricity, but there's a lot of mindful people in there, I find. Mm. And it's, it's interesting because I do think there's a certain crowd in there and I personally really like it. So I can totally recommend it. And it's free. 
right? People don't need to pay to be in the group. There are paid super options as well, but the group is actually free. Like that's yeah. amazing. So tell me a little bit if people can, when can people join? Because it's not an all year long thing. It isn't. Um, and that's unique. We sort of focus, right? We're all about the focus. So we come together at the end of each year in theplanathon.com. You can go to theplanathon.com to get all of the info. And we're going to be planning and coming together soon. So you can join us at any time. And then we'll let you know when the pre-party gets started. We do a little pre-party <laughs> before the actual planathon begins. So all the info will be at theplanathon.com. It's amazing. Like sign up, even if it's January and you're listening to this and you just missed it, it doesn't matter. You can join again next year. And even, even if it's not live, like you can still look at the resources. You can still look at what else is out there. It's super, super helpful. And I think this is a piece that as business owners, we think that getting our website done is more important. Getting our branding done is more important. Having a webinar script is more important, but believe me, it's not. If you know where you're going, if you have your strategy in place, all the rest falls into place anyway. You don't need to focus on the other things. It's just, you know more clearly what you're going to say, you know what you're going to sell, you know what to create because it makes sense, right? But if you just do the little pieces, and that's why I always say that my method is called impact with integrity because integrity is my value number one, but also because it's holistic and I just, it's integer, all of it plays together. But the roadmap is, it needs to be there. There's just no way around it. Christine, if my <laughs> mic wouldn't have made a big boom, I would have mic dropped on that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to add a sound effect if I did edit my video, which I don't because I'm lazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no. So I'm really happy. And I think that's also, I mean, we've been talking a few times on podcast recordings and it's always a confirmation, but I think we tend to forget with yeah. just a typical for business owners. We do have a certain spirit and it's just important to remember that. And also what I love, you have beautiful resources because we do like pretty things, right? So, <laughs> so I really do encourage everyone to, to check you out. And even if you don't, if the planathon is not your thing, also check out Amber's second business. Um, so you have to tell me again where they can reach that. And it's for photo shoots. You know, that's right. You just reminded me. We did add a third business this year. We have the, um, yes, we have threeboudoir.com um, for anyone who were just US based on that one right now. But talk about pivoting in the middle of um, all things COVID when we had to go virtual, we added the virtualphotoshoot.com. So for anyone who's overseas, we are offering brand shoots, boudoir, all sorts of fun stuff um, at the virtualphotoshoot.com, which is a ton of fun too. I need to check that out. That sounds yes. totally, it's like virtual plus photo shoots. You know that I'm a total like limelight seeker bitch. You know, I'm like, hit me. So <laughs> I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you about that before. The, yeah, check it out. It's a good story of the pivot and how when we stay focused and we stay intentional and right on time, like things yes. that you don't expect will appear. I agree. And it's a genius idea that you can do forever. See, I've been talking to so many people that are so creative, pivoting and just like, okay, let's invent this. That's what makes a good entrepreneur. I mean, that 
Yeah. We have it in us. You have it in you. We do. We yeah. do. Everyone of us. Oh, this was amazing. Amber, I'm thanking you so much. As always, your pearls of wisdom have been awesome. You're so lovely. Everyone, if you haven't watched the video, you have to go to YouTube and watch it there. It's a fun conversation. And check out Amber. She's just a superstar. Like, I cannot believe it took me so long to get to know you. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> Right on time though, you know. Right on time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amber. Well, thank you so much. I'll have all the links in the show notes. And for all the rest of you, you will see me again in two weeks when it's a solo episode on God knows what kind of topic. I have no clue yet. So we shall see. Talk soon, everyone. And uh, take care. All right, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.